episode number 58 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So Tom, you've just been talking that you've been trying to get some vert in the hills for your training for the, the Ben Rinnis Hill Race. How's, how's things going with that then? Good evening, Kyle. Going, how's things going with yourself, firstly? Things are going well. Things are going really well. I had a good week. How are you? Oh, well, we'll talk about me in a, in a bit, but I, I've had a bit of an up and down week. Um, but you'll be glad to know, Tom, it's at, it's, it's at the back of me now, so quite That's literally right. at the back of me. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm well. I mean, I've got a... Yeah, well, we can open up actually and explain what we've got tonight. We've got part two of Morag Miller, which is cool. We've got... Um... A bit of a lot of racing action. There's been a lot of run. There's a lot of races. Some road 10ks, halves, hill races, all sorts going on to talk about. And of course, we've got some running rants as well. So the usual script. The usual script. There's a there's a hell of a lot of running races coming up. So mm. we're gonna have to. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to know. Do people enjoy listening to the results? Do you think, or do we talk about the results too much, or do we need to be quicker at the results, or? What do you think, Tom? Or do we need to pick a handful of them? Because we've got a list of about. Oh, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> well, we, we're going to try and get this done in an hour, aren't we? Excluded we are. the interview with Mora, because that's already in. But, uh, yeah. I'd be can... interested to hear the listeners' thoughts on, are the race results interesting? And what's, fu- what's funny is, we have, I'm not quite sure what our criteria is for putting a race result in, because I've been through a few, and there's a few that haven't made the cut that I'm thinking, we're not talking about that tonight. <laughs> But there's there's no rhyme or no reason of it. We've got an England. We've got a couple of results in England. We've got a bunch of 10ks in Scotland. Although having done this a year now, it's funny. Today was the it's Monday. Uh, Kyle and I are recording. Today was the Vitality 10,000 in London, and I can remember the same day last year doing the podcast Monday night, and that race had been on in the day. So it's like deja vu now. Deja we've vu. Gone through the year. And I bet if we listen back to that episode, it'll be. Oh, It'll be the same. Well, if you, same wrist, wrist, wrist rewind, Mo Farah wins again. There you go. It's the yeah, same. That's uh, all same you result. need to know. Well, we don't have to talk about that then, yeah? No. But what, one, anyway, what, what, what ten we don't have to talk about. And what it really is sort of striking me thinking back is this is 10K season. I've never really noticed it before until we've spent week on week going through race results, but I'm really realising that there's so many 10Ks about in May and June. There's so many races about in May and June. Yeah. Full stop. You know, when you, you start looking at all the midweek races, but I mean, I think you're right in terms of like 10Ks. I mean, you've got quite a lot of evening midweek races down in the central belt and uh, in Ayrshire. And, uh, you know, you've got a few hill races coming up as well. It's starting mm. to starting to crank up anyway, all these, all these races. But I do find that, you know, kind of in July and August, races road races tend to die down again and then yeah. they, they're brought back up again in like September with you know a, a little bit more half marathons coming up and things um, and uh, you know and also hill races as well there's a lot of yeah. hill games coming up as well so there's a lot of hill races there that you can get your teeth into as well no doubt so lots and to do a, absolutely and a bit of track which we, we don't touch on track too much but there's a, a wee bit to talk about well I mean that's another thing about the you know track and field we never talk about you know, this, the, the anaerobic, well, not even just the field events. I mean, why would we? You know, we do we have a following of field athletes at Tartan Running Shorts? Probably not. Well, we did we, talk about, what's his name? The Scottish thrower who was a 
Mark Dry. Yeah, yeah Mark Dry yeah. had his uh, drugs. Um, he done. I don't. I don't think he failed a drugs test, but I think he didn't. He missed one. Is that right? I'm not. I'm not sure what happened. Um, I would have, without me going into the the details of it. I think uh, he, he violated a, one of the rules or something um, uh, about in relation to the doping control. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how far in we are with that. Um, do you have anything about it at all, Tom? No, just the just the Athletics Weekly article which says he was charged with tampering or attempted tampering with any part of doping control. Now that apparently is a rule violation contrary to IWF anti-doping rule article 2.5 which is listed as conduct which subverts the doping control process but which would not otherwise be included in the definition of prohibited methods. Anyway, without weighing in on it, I'm just saying there was a Scottish elite athlete in track and field who's had a controversial bit of news and we didn't even touch on it because he doesn't run. But I mean, hey, there's a gap there if we want to bring in field events. But I mean, we need a correspondent. Listeners, if any throwing correspondent or jumping correspondent who wants to get involved and offer us a 15 minute segment on throwing events through the summer, maybe as we build up towards the world champs, give us a shout. (laughs) Because I certainly don't want to be speaking about field athletics when I know absolutely nothing about them. But uh, but, I mean, I, I, I am interested in in all things athletics and I'm, I'm sure you are too and I, I quite enjoy watching the jumps and maybe not I love watching them yeah yeah but doing them nah am I right else I, I, I jump about you know and I, I jump about in races you know over rivers and and, and trails and <laughs> logs and stuff like that so you know I used to love it when when you were younger and you go to these sort of summer athletics camps or weeks or whatever they're called and you get to do everything you know, you're yeah. expected, and that's the. Uh, there's a. I think there's a kind of a beauty in that that we don't get anymore. And it's I, called. I thought, not one called like the, the Thistle Awards. Do you remember then? So no. I was never. I was never eligible for an award, so <laughs> I was not aware even, of this. Were you not even good enough to compete in the competition? No, I was. I was the water boy. I was just having oh, the water. You see, no, I was, yeah. Oh. No, I, I I enjoyed doing them, I, and I enjoyed jumping, and you know, I, I quite like doing the long jump. But it was funny. Oh, some yeah. of those things that you don't do when you're our age anymore that's true well you can if you want just, I'm sure you, you know, can but I work at ASV if you want to just do a drop in athletic session we can both you know grab you know grab a grab a half hour in the long jump pit and, and off we jump you know but do people do right so you get I know you get people we're both 33 you get people who are professional long jumpers at that age do people do that casually at this age I think like, so. As a, as a hobby, really. Because I oh, don't yeah. know anyone who does field <laughs> events. Well, what I will say is, if you go down to the ASV, right, and uh, you Do look it. at the indoor track just now, there'll be some some of the old boys and girls will be jumping over that pole. You know, the pole vault? Yeah, okay. Still see them bouncing over oh, that. Cool. Like, there's no tomorrow there. This, I tell you, it's, it's, it's huge. You know, veteran athletics is, um, or master's athletics, I recall. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty big in, in Aberdeen, certainly in Aberdeen Athletics Club. And who better to get someone on the show than uh, an athletic, an AAC representative, uh, or any any club representative any club who rep. can chat about field athletics? Um, so so yeah, maybe we should we should chat about that. But there's some cracking athletes, you know, masters athletes who are still absolutely bouncing about, throwing things, and you you name it. Um, but uh. I was going to say, what's your PB then for the long jump? What's your, what, what did you, what, uh, you look like, you're a bit of a bouncer anyway, the way you 
run. You must. I'm more of a triple. I'm more. That would be more a triple jump. I honestly couldn't tell. I've no idea. No idea. You must have. Surely that says it all. I know. I know what my beer mile PB is, but I don't know what my long jump PB is. But your high jump PB. Pass. Come no on. idea. Uh, What's yours? Power ten. I, I don't know. I think I'm like four point four meters or something. Four point two meters for. For a long, for jump. long jump. Well, not for the high jump. Uh, <laughs> for the high jump. For the triple like, jump. I, I, do you know what my favourite event was in athletics? Aside from running, it was a high jump, but I was oh, absolutely okay. hopeless at it. Um, did you ever do hurdles? Oh no, God no! But I, 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 re- I was crap at the high jump, but I just loved jumping over. It was like it was just like something that you would, you know, I don't know what it is. It just feels good to do. Uh, but I was like 1.3 meters was the highest I got, which is rubbish. Um, but what I was good at, on the contrary, Tom, is uh, the I think it was the Scottish. God, when was it? It was the Scottish Athletics Under 15 Championships. And uh, I, I managed to get through to the final in the 800 metres. Um, I think I ran like 202 or something, um, which I was quite happy. I think that is my PB. Um, but I came like sixth or something in the final. However, in the the shot pack, do you know what place I was? You won it. I came fourth. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> fourth, yeah. So, uh, so I had the... So at that time... So we met, obviously, I'm sure people uh, are aware of Mark Mitchell. When I ran for Forest Harriers, uh, I, you know, you do all the different events and things. Um, so Mark Mitchell was a couple of years younger than me, and he was just a phenomenal athlete. You know, every every time I would do, like, say, the, and starting off at the under-13s, I would break the, the track records for the club, the club records. Um, mm-hmm. And then it would go to the next year, under-15, and I'd break those records. And then so on and so forth, under 17, under 20, maybe not the senior men's ones, because I think you know, we had some legends. Don Ritchie, for example, used to run for Forest Harriers and a few other quick guys. Um, however, I'm getting to my point now. Mark Mitchell used to break all my records. He used to break my 800, 1500, 3K, 5K, 10K, you name it. From under 13 all the way up to under 20. But do you know what one record I still have to this day? I think I do anyway. Shot putt. <laughs> the shot putt. Nice. <laughs> it's the only Very one good. record I've crossed. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shot putt. And it's not even that good. It's like nine meters or something. You're a wasted so, talent. You're absolutely wasted talent on, on these ultra trails. You need to get back down to shot putt. Well, you know, as a junior, if uh, ultra running was a thing, then I would have those records. But ah, what can you do, eh? One what day, can Tom. You do? One day. Indeed, so that that is an absolute um, wandering off we've done there. But I think that's the that's maybe a, a warning. We ain't going to talk about field athletics this summer, yeah. listeners. If you want to hear about it, let us know someone who is capable of talking about it. That's not to say we know what we're talking about about distance <laughs> running. We're just prepared to talk about it. Exactly. Right. Let's get let's get back back on track, Tom. So yes. we're going to chat about our training. So. So you're training, Tom. How's it been going then? Have you been have you been getting in the miles? Like I mentioned before, you've been. It looks like you've been getting in the vert, as they call it. The vert. So I've got this. Is, the the good news is, right. I had my biggest mileage week since November last week. Since November. Yeah, Jeez, seventy-two miles. Check it. check it's true. Out. It's true. Holy. Obviously, I was injured to the start of the year, and I, when I built back up towards Boston, I didn't have much time. So I only got up to about sixty-five miles, and this week, yeah, I've gone up to seventy-two miles. So good week. 
as Kyle says, I've started looking at vert. So I'm I'm a gnarly gnarly hill runner now. So I'm talking vert. He's a gnarly hill runner. So usually That's I run it. about I run about one thousand about two thousand feet for me in a week is probably two or three thousand is is like a sort of solid week for me normally. So I've last week I was two weeks ago I was seven thousand four hundred feet. Last week I was just under six thousand feet. So it's it's I know it's not cast it's not massive compared to you hill runners, but it's getting up. And what I'm noticing is my legs are feeling I'm feeling it in different muscles, which is an obvious thing to say, but it's it's quite funny how I mean if you take last week for example, so on what did I do last week? I did Wednesday I went for a run up Hill of Fair. Yeah. So on, you got a couple of runs at Hill of Fair. Yeah, and then on yeah, then on Friday I did a session up Hill of Fair. And then on Sunday I did I was slightly tired still from a wedding, so on Sunday morning it was I went up Bremond Hill twice, which is from which is just outside Aberdeen, so Oof. I could do that from the house. Which is not a big it's not a big climb, but there's there's just two sort of steep climbs I did. So set set yourself a PR as well, I see. I did, yeah. So anyway, it's uh I guess what I'm getting to is it's a good week. I feel like I'm getting a good balance of of hill running and still a bit of tra- sort of road speed. I did a wave session on Tuesday night, so I did six by a K with a K float. The K's at about half marathon pace, so okay. I'm still being I'm still being fed the these good sessions by Fat Simpson, which is good, and I'm feeling I'm feeling fitter and fitter. So I'm I'm quite looking. I'm now I would say I've now got three good weeks under my belt. I'm looking to get try and nudge that up to once I get to six weeks. I always think that's a really good run of weeks and a bit of form. So yeah, all good, mate. All uh, all good. Can't all complain good about the good. week. I'm liking yeah, it. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Well, so this week it'll be the same again, is it? Just um, bumping up the the mileage in the vert again, is it? It is indeed. Yeah, I've got. I actually got quite a busy week though. That's the problem. I've got two the, the, tomorrow night and Wednesday night. I'm tied up, so I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get. Much of much of a session. I'm about to go early, which is a bit of a pain. So, so where are you anyway. gonna? Where, where's your hills gonna be? Where are you gonna run? So I think Any... I'm gonna go. Up, I'm gonna go up probably either Hill Affair or um, Benahee one night after work. Oh, okay. If you if you, if you fancy could, uh, it. What am I doing? Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Uh, so I think probably maybe Wednesday Thursday. night. Um, maybe after... Thursday. Potentially after Wednesday, Wednesday, maybe a little bit later, but uh, okay. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, the thing we'll is, now this is this is the time of year. May in the northeast, it's just, or anywhere in Scotland, is the time to get out for some uh, good evening Heather light bashing. runs. So oh, yeah, yeah, Heather bashing. Yeah, but you know, it's what's funny. I'm still, uh, you know me. I've got a bouncy stride, a long stride, which I'm finding is, I'm a wee. I'm just, it's not smooth when I'm running off, off road, but I'm getting better. And even just two weeks of it, I'm finding, I'm getting, a, sort of adapting a bit to it. And, you know, it's it's good. It's all good. Not, getting out of the comfort your, zone. Do you not find your bouncy stride helps you bounce up the hills, though? Or do you think it's, it's it kinda... I think it helps. I think it, I think the shorter strides are better. Oh, yeah, hill. yeah. But surely, so I think it's not helping me. your bounce, so it should. The that, bounce is helping, yeah. energy return to get you yeah. bouncing back up must help, maybe, no? Yeah, I suppose. We're going downhill. It seems to be once now that I'm getting getting brave. That's the it's getting uh, that it's starting to help. Bambi are nice no longer. But it's I tell you what. So there's I know there's a lot of listeners who are proper hill runners. Obviously I ain't. But to other listeners like me who are predominantly road and don't really venture off that much, get out there. It's, I'm loving it. It's been a a breath of fresh air for me. 
I'm glad to hear it. See, because it does, it benefits all types of runners, shapes and sizes and abilities and things. I mean, it's like, especially in the summer season, you don't want to just be running around a track and then the same boring old route. Like, get out exploring, explore your local area and uh, discover new things, smell the fresh air, get out the city and if you can cycle out and park your bike or if you can get a bus or if you've got a car, drive out and enjoy the the wildlife and the it's it's amazing you know you we we take it for granted but it's, we do I, I think it's it's a great a great form of of physical and mental health now that and again that's another area that we could probably discuss for we hours could do, and, yeah but. we're lucky up here as well there's a lot of evening hill races so for example i'll yeah. probably do hill affair in a couple of weeks time i'm going to go down to do the dundee uh, hawks White top hill race on oh, Friday night. Oh, I did night. that one. Yeah, it's, did it's you? A great wee race. Is it yeah, good? Yeah, I, I can't okay. remember. I, I, did I win it? I can't remember if I did. I think some. Go. I can't remember if I did. I, I know I was maybe first or second, but um, oh, pass. Maybe I wasn't even in top. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's a great wee race. It's a Friday night, and it's uh, from what I remember, it's fairly grassy. I know. I don't know much about it, mate. I'm gonna have yeah, to do a bit but, of research. Uh, from... it's, it's quite a tough wee climb, but. Yeah, it's not not too bad a race. You'll you'll certainly enjoy it, Tom. It'll be a great wee training session for for Ben Rennes. Is that still in the cards? Yeah, that is still in the cards. Yeah, yeah I still I, think that I'm, I actually may recce Ben Rennes in the next couple of weeks as well. well if you that'd fancy be it. perfect for me for my UTMB okay, training. Okay, sweet. So, yeah, let's I'll do it. Fit. It's a date. Let's do it. It's a date. There we go. So, so that, enough about me. How, right. So give us the give us the highs and the lows of your week. Well. Well, let's start with uh, maybe not a shit sandwich. Let's just start with with the, the lows to start with the shits of of the week. Um, so uh, yeah, I ended up doing something to my back on uh, on Thursday. So I did some uh, two mile efforts up and down a local hill. It's a great week, in fact. Talking about hills, hill? so it's uh, Tups. Have you ever heard us speaking about Tupperware oh, I've Hill? You, I've heard you speak about Tups. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's called Tupersi. I don't I don't actually know the name of the the hill, but it's it's okay. a cracking wee hill. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we ended up, uh, well, I, I ended up just driving a few miles in the car to get, and it's actually, it's a great, it's a great location because it's like five, ten minutes in the car. And it's like a long, gradual climb all the way at the top. It's And it's a good trail. It's a good runnable trail. Um, but it's just perfect for the UTMB because you can really get a good hard effort. It's varying uh, surf, ma- ma- mainly good terrain, but it is varying in terms of the, the surface. You know, it can be quite hard packed and then a little bit rougher um, in various uh, sort of degrees of of, um, of steepness. So I was just giving it large, you know, going up the hill and, and then just pushing back down the hill. So it was a kind of like a, you know, three by two mile Four, no, four by two mile effort. So two mile up, two mile down. Uh, is that right? No. Yeah, that must be right. Yeah. Sweet three times or something. Um, but then after the, later on that day, my back started getting really sore. Just the middle part of my back. Um, and I thought, that's not right. Uh, so I didn't really think much of it. And I thought, oh, I'll just need to stretch it out a wee bit. And um, But then later on in the, you know, Thursday night, I was like, God, I'm in agony. Uh, but then again, I was like, you know, it might just be a, a bit of a blip. Following day, though, could hardly move. I thought I could hardly drive back home, and I was like, oh my yeah. god, what the hell has happened? So they, you know, you always kind of start thinking the worst. You know, oh, if I got a slip disc, is uh, you know, is it my, uh, is it you know, the muscles in my back, or is it my kidneys, or you, you know, all these things go through your head. And 
you know, is this the, the end of my running career? Have I, have I blown it for the, the World Championships or any of the feature races? I mean, I wasn't even thinking of that. I was thinking of, like, the UTMB more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, God. So I did. I ended up, um, I spoke to my coach, Lewis, and uh, he kind of reassured me that you know, he thinks it's fairly acute. Um, and I think it's based, you know, around the, the kind of muscles like the source. So I did do like, um, you know, after doing that back-to-back run and ended up doing a fairly high-intensity spin class that I was teaching. Um, and you know when you're bending down, you know, on a bike, yeah. and you're pushing, you're, you're putting a lot more strain in your lower back. So I think I might have just twit, you know, maybe twitched something a little bit. Um, but anyway, cut a long story short. Saturday though, I was abs- no, I was like, I can't do anything other. So I went to the swimming pool. Uh, I missed the first half of the Scottish Cup final, thankfully. Um, and then uh, I thought I'll watch the second half. That'll be my treat. So I went to Afford swimming pool. First time I've been in there, mind you. And uh, paid a fiver for entry. And I started swimming front crawl, still in pain. So I thought, you know, I'll just float on my back. It got two floats, and one float wasn't enough for a big fat Kyle. So <laughs> I put two floats in my chest, just kicked my legs, you know, and uh, I was happy, happy uh, floating about. You know, all these bug- all these buggers getting in my way. These kids. It was a family fun session, wasn't there? Floats <laughs> everywhere, bumping into floats, going under floats. You name it, big float size. And right. um, so, uh, so anyway, so I, I felt sorry for myself. Watched the second half of the, the football. And then the following day, it was a little bit better, and I thought, brilliant. I think I'm okay. Well, I say better, it started improving, but I was like, I need to have a complete rest day. I'm not going to do anything other than just have complete rest. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And So today, yeah. Monday morning, did a test out this morning, two, two and a half, three miles, no pain. Um, and then I thought, oh, so, but I, you know, sometimes when there's no pain in your run, you've just got to watch that. You you know you, you, it doesn't accumulate afterwards, so you, it doesn't come back and, and floods into your muscles again and whatnot. So that didn't happen. Uh, and then I uh, I ran back home. I say I ran back home. I ran up to Debbie's work eight miles, really really easy, no pain. And here I am. I'm back in the game cool. again, Tom. So back only, in the game. Only two days of uh, two days off I've had, and uh, I'm I'm back to normal. So. It's uh, weird. It's never happened to Very me. Very strange. Before. I mean, I've had injuries here and there, but when it's something so serious, you know, something like your back, you always, yeah. you know, obviously it's stabilizing muscles of perhaps just being pulled slightly. And uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, not even running aside, just everyday activities on Friday was and Saturday was just maybe it's uh, maybe it's sympathy pains. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? Well, that's what Debbie said. You know, she was. Uh, you know, she's getting a lot of pain in her hips, as, as exactly, you do when yeah. you're seven months pregnant. And, uh, you know, so again, we had another good bit of news for you. We had a scan today, a 32-week scan, and the, the baby's ready to go. It's upside down, ready to come out of the womb. So nice. So that's, uh, so that's good news. So again, I'm just going to have to, you know, keep my phone, phone at the ready and... I mean, hopefully it doesn't it doesn't hatch just yet because it's only thirty two weeks. But we've got we, we bit of vesting yet. Six to six to eight weeks to go. So um, yeah, things are things are looking up in the Greg household, Tom. Very good. That is very good news. So that's it. That's about an hour of our time uh, just speaking. We haven't even got. <laughs> we always say this, you know. Let's go for an hour, and it ends up being two hours. So that's me. Uh, the next, probably the only thing I would say is. 
not sure that everyone's apart. I got a message from Adrian, uh, one of the the GB guys, saying everyone seems to be in good good. Or the GB team manager, everyone seems to be in tip top form just now. So I think Tom, it's going to be unluck, unluck, unlikely that uh, that I'll be going to Portugal. Uh, so kudos to all the guys for staying in good shape and reaching their peak at the right time. So I've got two choices: either to go to Mozart um, or B to go. Um, I've also got I've got a stag do that weekend as well. So uh, lads, lads, lads. I have to choose um, what's what's you know what to do. Where, where is the stag do? It's in Glasgow. It's in, yeah, okay. so uh, it's one of my close friends. So I better not disappoint them. But yeah, I mean, hey, it's uh, we, we, you know there's, there's plenty of other races, but again. You know, the yeah, UTMB is the main one for me. Exactly. Just go down to, when you go down to Glasgow, just do the Glasgow Park one like a hundred times. I'll be fine. It's the Glasgow Green, isn't it? The, three, the 3K, usually. Could do that, maybe. I don't know. But... <laughs> ah, it's good. If you if you plan it right, a weekend in Glasgow, you can go up and get some runs up in the in the Trossics or something, on the Lomans, Loman Hill. Uh... That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the, where, the, where there's a will, there's a way. Exactly. Right. Okay, so that's my uh, plan then. Enough about Good. me, Tom. Right, wh- where do you want to go now? Do you want to... Uh... Let's, let's go race results. We crack on race... with... So, the first one we had, do you want to, do you want to crack on with the... I, I, I never... I can do... Well, is it dumb... I'll let you have... I used to call it Dumyat, but it's uh, Dumyat. Is, it? is that how you pronounce it? It's the, yeah, the Dumyat Hill Race was last week. So it's uh, it was won by uh, someone who's... Seen Kyle Kyle the sword this year already. Uh, Alex Chaplin oh, and Rina Hare and Hounds. Thirty two, thirty nine. He's a racing, not just a racing snake, but he's a I don't know what you would call it. You know, a a, a serial racer. Yeah, he loves to race. I mean, he's, I think he's in that sort of he's that age where he seems to just be able to race, 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 and and uh, <laughs> no harm comes to him, thankfully. But then why it actually was interesting because I saw there was a couple of guys in my Strava ran it. Last week, it starts in the University of Stirling campus and goes up the Wyatt Hill, and it's essentially it's five and a half miles, so uh, just over two and a half to the summit, thirteen hundred feet. So it looks to be a nice, a cheeky wee hill race. There's the there's the profile for you there, if you can see that. So it's straight I, up and down. It's a fairly, uh, yeah, fairly. I think you have to go in all fours, you know. It looks like it's quite a runnable start and finish. So. Yeah, uh, so um, Alex Chaplin for the win, 32-39. Second place was Jamie Stevenson, Ockhill Hill Runners in 34-09. And in third place was Alistair Mason, Edinburgh AC in 34-43. And I'm going to just extend to fourth place just because he's another guy, uh, another uh, Kyle nemesis. Hamish, Hamish Wolf, right, Carnethy. Well, what I'm going to say here then, right, there's Hamish Wolf in fourth, right? Hamish Battle, what happened to you, mate? You're in 18th place. Do you get lost? Oh yeah, or? he's a he's at a disaster there, isn't he? What's he doing? What's I didn't that? even realize. Oh, that's the one. Actually, to be fair, why? Well, these results are quite old. I'm not sure why we're talking about them now. That's it's my fault. Me. I, I Jesus, put them in. This is about three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeez. that's my bad. I don't think we that's spoke about it at the time though. Well, that, I think yeah, it was well, obviously not available. That's why I've just caught on to them now. So Hamish did this great. Yeah. Maybe didn't tell you. That's why he didn't want to announce that he he came 18th and that well. Good to see Hamish is improving on his results. He's uh, certainly running a lot faster than than 18th now. Um, but anyway, yeah, well, so we've got I'm all these results. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I might as well, I, I might well finish this, even though it's three weeks old. Kirsty Dixon, first female Glasgow Hare and Hounds, 
Second female, Faye Walsh, unattached. And third female, Amy Franklin, Edinburgh Uni Heron Hounds. So another, another, uh, another name I want to point out there is uh, sixth place. I know, again, it's historic, but it's still relevant. Mark Austin. Is that Mark Austin as in the triathlete, Commonwealth? Pass. Runs? If it is, I wouldn't be surprised place. if it's I thought he would be faster than that as well, mind you. Who knows? Anyway, he's a, he is a triathlete, but... But what I will say about the Demiat one, I'm sure it's you know if you're not a if you're a road runner and you're you're scared of heights, so you're scared of technical, um, steep sections, grassy bits. It's not the it's not the race that you're gonna get a fast time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, right, okay, let's let's move on then. Let's move on to something a bit more um, a bit more fresh than uh, than than um, two th- four weeks ago or three weeks ago or what what have you. So we had the the Babcock 10K. So we, we spoke about this as well, didn't we? The, yes, this, we did. The, so this is the last one in the series, Babcock 10K. Um, and we had another win this for... This Again, a, another relentless win for Wayne Gebri Selassie, uh, Shettleston Harriers, 30-48. Uh, Stuart Gibson, V... V for, right, hold on a minute. Honestly, V30. Why, why does the category, age category say V30? What's that about? Is that something? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure. Maybe? I'm not sure. But I'm sure Stuart Gibson is V35. Well, there's not. We're not. When you become 30, you're not a veteran. That's for sure. Yeah, that's quite depressing, actually. <laughs> well, I, I, I think that's a. Uh, I complain about that. Okay, right. So yeah, Stuart Gibson V V35, uh, Cabas Lang 3144. Seems to be coming. But I haven't seen his name for a while. Uh, so he's been getting back into shape. 31-48, so quite quick at the, the first three guys. And then we had, for the females, we had Fionola Ross. Female win and female win. 34-08. I think she might have broke the, the course record as well that day, maybe. I think she did, yeah. Yep. Uh, Annabelle Simpson, again, running well. Fife Athletic Club, 34-42. Elspeth Curran. Not far behind Kilbarkin in third place in 34.56. So there you go. I see, uh, see your man Finlay. Finlay's been, been running too. What did, uh, what did he run? What did he run? He ran a uh, 36.17. Okay. Yeah. Sonia Samuels, is she not quite quick? If it's the same Sonia Samuels, then yes, I think she is. She's fifth in that race, if it is her. Uh, and the Tatra, blank, blank club name, V40. I think it probably is her, actually. It's interesting. Uh, anyway, so, well, she would have been the first V40. Uh, and the first V40 come, goes to, I believe it could be, was it Paul Sorry, maybe? Uh, yeah, Paul Sorry in uh, 34, 32 and for, for Shettleston there. So, so well done to Paul. Oh, in fact, sorry, that's a mistake. It's Stephen Campbell. <laughs> I think we need to get a results correspondent to, to chat about the, the results. We have a, a field correspondent, a results correspondent, a hill running correspondent. and uh, hand over the whole show. Hand, Just take, whole show. Yeah. hand it over to someone who sign, knows sign what they're the talking Right, so... Air well, C4, moving on. Yeah, so next. we also have the Air Seaforth 10K, which has come on our radar, A, because it's on the results list, but also uh, a listener has been in touch with a review. So thank you, Colin Whitby, who was... He dropped us an email and he was. We were asking him if he, if he would give us some feedback on the results on the race. So Colin describes the race as a good quality local race organised by Air Seaforth 
AC. The race starts by the shorefront and goes south and loops around the leafy Dunfort part of air before heading up past uh, the one and only Burns Cottage along Monument Road before turning down towards the finish line. Not the fastest course due to two hills, one at two miles which is short and sharp-ish and then another at four miles which feels like it goes on forever. He reckons there was about 240 runners and the course was very well marshalled and the reason he got in touch was there was a decent goodie bag. Ah, exactly. That was, it was a, he called it the anti-rant, did he not? Anti-rant, yeah. So he's, in response to our rant about shitty goodie bags, he said that the goodie bag was spot on, a canvas bag with a t-shirt, a water bottle and a Mars bar. So That's what it, you want. Yeah, I like it. So as an anti-rant, what is an anti-rant? Is that just a positive, complimentary... What, <laughs> what is it? Is that what the opposite of that is? It's pra- it's, I guess it's, it's praise. praise. Yeah, yeah, it's praise. Like it's it. appraising, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should be That's more positive it. on this show and have uh, okay, well, like runners, runners praise. A rant section and anti-rant section. How about that, listeners? How does that sound? On the results for the Air Seaforth 10K then, so the win was Sean Chalmers of Inverness Harriers in 31... 17, which is a course record. Second place was Stuart Gibson, Camus Lang, Stuart Racing again. I think this was before, though. 31.58. And in third place was Colin Whitby himself, Irvin Running Club, in 34.49. First female, Tony McIntosh, 36.58 from Air Seaforth, and that was a course record as well. Second female was Julie Beveridge, Calder Glen Harriers, in 40.26. And third place, Andrea Petrescu, unattached, 41-42. Well, there we go. Fantastic. So the, we also, let's go up north, Tom. To very, very much up north, north of Scotland. The Castle of May 10K. So we had a, an overall winner who was also the first female. Or the first female who was also the overall winner, Jenny Bannerman and Vanessa Harriers. 35-45, so she uh, she she won the race by over two minutes um, in, from second place who was Grant Anderson, uh, North Highland Harriers in 38 minutes dead, Craig Moore, senior, uh, 38.03, oh, close, must have been a wee sprint finish there, um, Orkney Athletic Club, so there you go, um, and the I was going to say second, well, third male would have been uh, Colin Barnett, Orkney Athletic Club, first master as well, 38, I've already said that name, no, oh God, no. that's, uh, so the so the second, third and fourth separated each other by um, three seconds. That's tight, How close yeah, is that? Tight. Oh, yeah, beastly. Yeah, so anyway, so Colin Barnett, get, yeah, two minutes up the road, uh, David Spencer, I'll give him a shout out because it's, the results are really clear and it shows exactly who the age category winners are. Um, David Spencer, first over 50, North Highland Harriers in 39.01. First female is uh, Rhiannon Kirk, Edinburgh Uni Heron Hounds, 40.37. Second female is Marianne Wilson of North Highland Harriers, 42.13. And I think Jenny Vallerman was first female. Oh, sorry, Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. Uh, okay, so that, that Marianne, you were third. And you're also first master. Well done, Marianne. This is Jenny. This is what happens when when you win outright. It just confuses everything. Well done. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? We should. Yeah, it but that, did we not discuss that? Like you know, especially in ultra runs, uh, there's there's actually some ultra races where some of the girls are, are, are females are winning the race outright, um, and it's kind of got to the point where 
people are like, well, do you have, you should have a category for the overall category and then male and then female category. I Mm, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. You know, one thing on a sort of similar type note, one thing I really liked at the Baker Hughes 10K is they give a team prize for the first team, which consisted of your first two male and your first two female finishers. So that was really cool to have a you know an actual club prize. So you've got to have strong male and female to win it. You know, I think that's good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. One of the things we did for the corporate games was each of the events we have. So you've got the running, you've got the um, the table tennis, the touch rugby. You've you've got to have um, a, an even number of, of uh, players or competitors within the teams, um, just to make it a lot more inclusive and. You know, to avoid it just being male or female dominated. So it's, uh, it seems to be working quite well, actually, which is good. Very good. So, yeah. Anyway, right. So let's crack on again, Tom. What else do we EMF. have? EMF. So I'm going to be nothing but positive about EMF because I think we were possibly a bit too harsh about EMF before. So EMF, Edinburgh Marathon Festival, big weekend, 5K, 10K, half and marathon. So we'll, we'll rattle through them and, and talk about a few highlights. Starting with the 5K on Saturday, Cameron Bullen for the win, 1740. Alan Knowles, second place, 1745. Third place, Anton Puzorozhov, 18 minutes flat. And in the women's side, the first female was Aline Singleton, 2119. Second place, Maisie Ballantyne, 2154. And that's all I've got. The, the, the sheet doesn't go on the next. It's just provisional, so it doesn't go beyond that page. So that was the that was the half. Sorry, that was that the was 5K, the, was it? That was the 5K, yes. Do you have okay, the 10K? So I, I do, yep. So the, the 10K results, we had you and Cameron, first place over 30, 35. Oh, God. Uh, they're going for the third. That's only two years to go. God, they're, they're being harsh, these results tonight, haven't they? <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, so, yeah, well done to you in there. Still doing well with the time. Uh, Huber Rossi, I, I would imagine he's male, uh, over 40, 34, 48. Gareth Jenkins, my roadrunner, good result for him, uh, over 45. I hope you get a prize for every five years you go up there. Um, first actual uh, non-veteran male was Rory Scott in uh, fourth place, 35, 45. And then, female-wise, Tom, I actually don't know because th- these results aren't really good to break things down, so uh, apologies. I think there's a filter on it, actually, now that I see it. Oh, yes. Let me just click this here, and we'll be right with you. So, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah Cumber... Over 45, first place, 38, 23. Tracy Brogan, over 40, 40, 51. Heather Sweeney, first senior female, third place overall, uh, 41, 50. So there you go. Half marathon results, Tom? So on the half marathon result, I'll start with the women. On the women's side, it was Molly Brown in 118.27 for the win. Second place, Sarah Potter, 118.51, who I think is... Victoria Park and third Joe Williams who I think is Lothian RC 119.26 on the men's side it was a win for Carl Darcy 1740 second place NRAC's Neil Reno 109.46 and third place Billy Hobbs 
one ten twenty. Now, speaking of age, the first two, so Carl Darcy and Neil Renault, both over thirty fives. So what I'm taking away from these results is are there is no point in running over thirty five because to be honest, I don't think you're at particularly at half of a marathon, you're not really at a disadvantage. Are it's we, an age nah, category for as... the it's an age category for the sake of an age category. It's not a bit like uh, tra- you know, some of these triathlon races, like age group races you it goes up in like two years or five years or something like that. So it's like 30 to 34 and then 35 to 40 or even like 20 to 24, 25 to 30. And uh, now you say that they've actually got for the, both the marathon and the half to be fair to EMF. They've got, they've got results sheets you can click on for every five year blocks. You've got the open, then 35, 39, 40, 44, et cetera, all the way up. So yeah. And I'm actually going to, I'm going to say, I'll let you go through the results of the marathon first, but, I've got the first V70 here, which is quite impressive. Oh, nice. Well, let's get into the, the main, I would say the main one, uh, the marathon. I was I was glad to miss this one, actually, because I was thinking of doing it, but the time wasn't right, Tom. Especially my back getting, I mean, imagine that, thinking I'm all ready to go and boom. Yeah, for the count. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so so Dan, Dan Tanui won the Edinburgh Marathon, Two thirty, thirteen seconds. So, um, I, I, I must say that the time's so not not very impressive. Uh, but I don't know if that's. I think the conditions weren't weren't the greatest. Um, but uh, I think as well. I mean, the first half, you know, he, he went off at a fairly blistering pace for the first ten k. Certainly half down was, downhill first ten k, mind. Okay, so one one ten first uh, first half, and then a one a one twenty second half, I suppose. So it must have been a, a brutal a brutal second half then, eh? Uh, yeah. so so second place was Ollie Jarrod, two thirty two eight seconds and our man Tom Roach he's Woo! back in the game, first over forty, first old boy, two hours thirty two nineteen seconds. Third so well place, done, well, well done, done uh, to Tom. Great result for you, pal. Uh, again, his first half was uh, pretty pretty fast too, one twelve, so Maybe he was looking to go a a, a sub two twenty five there. Yeah, Ucha. Yeah, well he's uh, gone out at two twenty five on the nose pace. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, good good to see him getting a, a third place and continuing his uh, London Marathon form into into a Scottish race. So fantastic. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, the female results there and the female sorry the male results for the Edinburgh Marathon. The female ones we have. Again, let me just check out my search function. Uh, we have first place, two hours 42. That's pretty pretty good going. You, Melanie Wilkins, have you heard of her before? No. No, I've never heard of either. Uh, so good result for you. Uh, Megan Crawford, again, uh, a regular on the circuit. Good to see her coming second local as well. Um, two hours 53. And third place was Carries Hughes, two hours 54. So there you go, Tom. What about the the, the veterans? Do you say you've got some of well, the... We could go through all the vet. Maybe we should go through the vet. Well, let's do that. Actually, let's just give it a quick because I think it's. Uh, it's going to take us hours. That's, it's that's... all right. We can make this quick. One, so, two, three. There's about eight different categories. Milfie, that's sixteen. We've got. Well, we've all, got I five to, all right. <laughs> all I want to do then is I want to talk about because I'm quite impressed with this. There's a V70. And to be fair, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's twelve guys, 
Okay, the first well, at least four guys, the first, there's four four girls in the V seventy as well. The first V seventy male, three twenty four, Dave Pettifer. That's exceptional. Right, that is that is quick. Jeez, that is so impressive. I would, I mean, I can. There's no way I'm going to be running that sort of time at seventy. I hope I am, but my guess is I won't be. You'd be doing That's really. You'd be doing it on a bike. I'm oh. doing it. Then. Doing it on a little scooter. A little scooter, perhaps. <laughs> I'll be doing it on a mobility scooter. <laughs> well, when we're 70, rubbish, when we're 70, it'll be mobility jetpacks we'll be getting. What I will say about these results is they only go up to over 70, so these these people could be 90. You never know. <laughs> I'm not sure some of the 90s are like 324, to be honest. Okay, well, maybe some of the other ones are. Well, uh, yeah, well, so who was the winner then? Sorry, the... Dave, Dave Pettifer. Dave Pettifer, okay, well... It'd be good, interesting well done, to know Dave. where he's from. And if he listens to TRS, get him on the show. That'd be good. That's yeah, that's an impressive yeah. time. To I do think that. it's really impressive. I'm, I'm really yeah. really impressed by that. Yeah. And to be fair, there's a, there's a few there's a he's not alone. You know, there's a lot of guys. If I, you know, Dave is coming in at 3:24, but you've got Gabriel Tarasson Riza at 3:51, Jack Priestley 3:55. So a few guys under four, but certainly 3:24. That's impressive. Oh yeah. So in the first uh, first over seventy is Jennifer Parkinson, uh, five hours seven. So again, it's fairly shifting. Uh, so well done to Jennifer. And uh, second, Masako Himeji, uh, six hours and one minute. Sylvia Main, six hours twenty one. So fantastic. There we go. Okay. Cool. So are we are we done chatting about Edinburgh? In fact, no, we're not because we have. Um, I do believe we've got a a a, a wee a wee minor. There was a, a kind of not a rant, but there was uh, a oh, few yes. a few observations made about the the littering at uh, at the marathon festival. So I, I don't, do you know what? I, this is really bad, but I, I don't actually have the text in front of me. Um, so well, I think actually I think it's the the contrary to that. So there's EMF have partnered up with Hamilton Waste and Recycling, and they've made sure that there is no landfill waste from their event, which is quite impressive. I assume they mean all four events the whole weekend, which is incredible. So they've gone, so basically everything's been recycled. Oh, that's incredible. I think what the rant was, was people were just throwing throwing their bottles and the waste all over the road. Um, okay. Rather than the actual, the organisers of, I think, you know, the very complimentary to the volunteers and uh you know the organizers of, of how well it went in terms of the organizing from what i know um but uh but yeah a lot of runners were just throwing things all over the place and and uh you know not really i don't know if there was bins or anything like that but it was just kind of it felt a bit bit of disregard to 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 where the waste should go and and i and i get that and I, i'm sh- it'd be interesting to know what your thoughts are tom um for for me, I think there's one simple thing we you know that can be you know that can can be made in this because it doesn't it doesn't paint a good picture when you just see runners throwing litter all over the road and and I know they've got you know people who are cleaning up and they're perhaps paid to do that but would it not be nice to see everyone just throwing their litter in a big massive um, skip or something? I think. And this is good. I think you, runners and racers should always make an effort to throw stuff into the bin, but I would also argue that is partly why you're paying to run a big event. That it's all part of the for me. It's all part of a race environment. Is having 
access to food and, and I'm not talking about ultras and things in the on the trail I'm talking about a road city event you pay a reasonable amount of money for these events and part of that is you're getting water and nutrition on the course you don't have to carry it and I think you should make efforts to put it out of bin but realistically you're not going to chuck it straight into a bin I think there's a there's an element of you know you know there's a the the, the race plan the race organizers have a plan to clean it up I guess yeah, I think so. I think the organisers would expect that the mess that was that was made, the aftermath, I suppose. And um, but I just think it would be nice just to see people making a, a conscientious effort when it comes to throwing the the waste. Because also one one uh, observation was the the back peg, you know, the back peg runners, um, they're all wading through the rubbish and wading through the plastic bottles and. Uh, Fallen banana skins, you name it. They're having to like run through all that, so it, it's a little bit of a hazard there too, you know. Um, yeah, so I suppose if, if there's an you know a, an area where you could drop your litter, then it might solve some minor issues. It's not, I, do you know? What? I don't know if it's that big an issue. I wasn't there, but from from what I get, I think there was a few disgruntled uh, uh, runners who 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 just who weren't fairly appalled by the disregard of people throwing their the rubbish around, but was, was, was that was what, that some of the morality police on running friends Scotland? By right, the it could it could well be Tom, but what, what I will say is I've done it in the past. You know, you, you you're running, you you take your bottle, you throw it to the road because you know that's allowed and that's you know you everyone else is doing it, and uh, and there's nowhere to put your bottles as well. There's nowhere to put your litter. Yeah, you know, there's a tiny little bin back uh, 400 meters away, but you're holding your bottle still, so there's nothing to... You don't know where to put it, you know? Yeah. So, I, think anyway. I like that. I mean, I know they do that in cycling events, that they've got a drop zone, so 200 metres or so, that you can drop your litter in. Yeah, there's bins you can try and throw it in, but you just you can just drop it, because it makes it easier for them to sweep it up. And I think that's maybe what they should promote more. Or maybe they do. I haven't seen the race... We haven't seen the race bump that they hand out to the people for the entry so maybe yeah. there was drop zones perhaps yeah maybe and i think as well you know i think obviously if if you know the runners are aware that you know the the organizers are are, are going to be picking up all the litter then maybe there's no issue at all and we're just wasting our time talking about this i don't know what my problem is with emf though i think it's a well it sounds like a well-organized event and i, I think it looks slick the results are great, are well processed, loads of good photos, loads of good promotion. But for some reason, it doesn't capture my fancy. And I don't know why. There's no live tracking either. There's uh, no live tracking either. I had to I get mean, a couple of my on. guys who were running to to get a Strava beacon on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> carry a mobile. <laughs> well, one of the, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I was like, well, you carry the mobile, it's, that's weight, you know. You don't want to, yeah, yeah. when you're night four percenters, you don't want to be carrying your phone, but. Ah, uh, you might, exactly. What I will I say just is, think, what I, I will it's... say is the guy got a PB anyway. He got okay, a, very good. Sub three, so I was pretty well happy. Well done, well done. Yeah. Carrying a phone. 12 minute PB he got, so they. Did he carry the phone? Carrying a phone as well, eh? Why was he carrying a phone? <laughs> I, I won't call him out on it, but <laughs> <laughs> you listen to Okay, <laughs> well, congratulations. Next congratulations week. to the anonymous uh, anonymous listener who yeah. ran sub three. That's great, but yeah. drop your phone, you've got five minutes there. I told him that. I did tell him that. So he, he know you know who you are. On the on the race though, I think it's the course that doesn't inspire me. I think that's my problem with it, that it starts in Edinburgh and you're within about two miles, you're away from 
you're essentially not really running through any interesting part of Edinburgh. Uh, yeah, and I think, whereas I like that, you know, I'm more, you know, Loch Ness, you finish in Loch Ness, in Inverness, you've got, you run past, you're long, alongside Loch Ness, London, okay, London's a different level, even Stirling was finishing in Stirling, I just think finishing out a muscle race course, you know, I've done a 10k and I just thought, I don't know, it really, it just doesn't inspire me. So does it, it finishes I, it finishes at Musselburgh Racecourse. Yeah. All right. So do you get a bus back or how do you get back? Do you have to walk back or? So Fiona did the half once and I was I was injured at the time so I I biked out. I biked the marathon course actually which was quite cool because it was all closed. <laughs> you just bike the route <laughs> and then I, and a bit more and I came back and then I watched her finish and they it was a bit of a nightmare getting on a bus actually for them all to get back to town. To be fair there was lots of buses it was just there was lots of people. And I would just always rather be bust to a start, and when I finish, I'm finished. Would you? Would you like, not? Um, yeah, I, I get that. But if you were to finish in the city, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a, a course. That would be pretty slow yeah, at times, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, it depends which way you could you could start somewhere. You could I don't know. I'm not going to tell EMF how to reinvent their course, but both the 5k and the 10k they run around Arthur Seat. Now you wouldn't want to take a marathon run there, but there's no reason why you couldn't. I mean, is there any way to start it? I don't know. Anyway, I, 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 all I'm saying is I'm not that inspired to run it, and I'm not sure why. So, and I, I don't see people. I don't hear and see people shouting from the rooftops about it. I see people absolutely loving Loch Ness. People absolutely, you know, loving Bournemouth and Brighton. These are races that are on my radar. The Brighton Marathon. People are raving about that, but I don't see any Chester's. Another one. I've heard people rave about Chester. But no one, I've come across no one raving about Edinburgh. People the are good Marathon. That's where it's all at, Tom. Well, do you know what? I always wanted to do the Murray Marathon until it got stopped. Until two, until a few people went the wrong way and it became an ultra. It became an ultra, yeah. Sweet. Anyway, don't worry, Kyle. Stamp the the Aberdeen Marathon. That's the it's TRS that's the next marathon. Thing. That's the TRS marathon. Be, yeah. yeah. Well, talking about marathons, uh, uh, there's a bit of um, a little bit of kind of uh, talk about the Glasgow Marathon potentially being oh really resurfaced. I, I don't know if it's just talk or if it's actually. If there's anyone behind the scenes trying to get it up and running, but uh, that's the that's the chat apparently, and maybe it's on that Running Friends Scotland Facebook. I, I don't know. Okay, but, it, mu- uh, it must be true then. <laughs> it must be true. <laughs> you heard it there first. <laughs> so there you go, Tom. That's uh, that that's where we're at with so, marathons well, in in, the, in Scotland. So long discussion on on EMF. Anyway, well done, everyone who run. Yeah, well done everyone. I, I think I don't think I've got anything else to say about Edinburgh. Uh, that's that's me. Is there anything else you want to chat about? Nope. Okay, so moving to the road to the hills, we had a couple of uh, hill races in the, at the at the weekend. Um, two notable ones. One of them is some one of the ones that you need to do one one year, Tom. Is the Glass Chulkin Hill Race. So we had. Um, we had our, our man, Fat Boy, Fat Boy Simpson, that's Fat Simpson. Fat Boy was, Simpson, uh, that's his <laughs> DJ name. That's his DJ name. So yeah, he was he was running, and I think he, I'm trying to load up the results just now, it's, my, my computer's been slow, uh, but Robbie, you ran it in 34 minutes, just not not far off the course record, I, I must say, uh, which was set by Chris Jones last year. Uh, Chris Richards from Salford Harriers is another fine uh, hill runner, hill running athlete I, I know about in, from England. He was, I don't know why he was up, maybe visiting Robbie, who knows. 36-12, uh, so a good two minutes clear. 
uh, Robbie was of Chris. And third place was Tom Owen. So good to see Tom back uh, a further for two minutes behind Chris Richards uh, in 38.07. So that was the top three. So uh, a, a cracking a cracking couple of uh, results there for the the ladies. Uh, sorry, the, the guys. So what about the females? I'm trying to look for the one. So Ginny. Ginny yeah, Barand. For Ginny Barand. Winnie for our, our, our own Metro Aberdeen stalwart, 46-17. And second female was Sarah Hendry in 50.05 from D-Side Runners. And uh, third place was Chantelle Clark, for for Road Runners. So there you go. So first, Well done, Chantelle. First veteran was oh with Billy Gibson, Dundee Hawk Hill. So good, good on you, Billy. Sixth place overall there, uh, and second female, first VFV forty, where we call it, Sarah Hendry again. First M60, M50 was Paul Duchenko, but the M60 prevailed and beat the M50, Peter Simpson from Carnegie Harriers, and uh, F50 was was Suzanne, sorry, Suzanne, Susan Jane Ross, Lechaber AC, and F60, Jane Oliver. There you go. That's that's me rounded off the vets there, right? Very I'm, good. I'm getting there. Uh, I'm I'm getting tired of the results. I think we've got one more well, result here. So uh, let me finish then. So we're gonna finish with the Vitality 10,000, which was today, which I think is the UK Athletics 10,000 meters or 10k championships. I think. Anyway, cutting to the chase. It's fresh. We're gonna we start with a race that was three weeks old. We're finishing with a race that's less than 12 hours old at time of uh, time of recording. So it was won by Mo Farah. But interestingly enough, we're going to go through the Scottish results. So Mo was 28-15, but Andy Butcher, Central AC, great to see him back in the mix, 28-28, so just behind Mo. On the 5K split, 14 away with Mo. So it looks like he went out with Mo. So really good to see Andy back in, in shape there. We know he was in good form, having run well at the 5K. Recently on the track, third place, Nick Gulab, Belgrave Harriers in 28-47. But if I focus on some, before we go to the women, focusing on Scottish names, Adam Craig, who's recently started running for the Manchester New Balance team, 29.42, to edge out Luke Trainer, 29.46. So a big run for Adam Craig there. Nice one. Yeah, that's good to see. Good good result for all the Scots. Um, I see Alistair Brownlee was running too. He was, so was Jonathan. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't see their result, their names actually in the results. Jonathan Brownlee was 29.29. I don't see Alistair, but in, you know there was thir- 21 ga- 20 guys went sub 30. Wow, is that mainly GBs then? GB guys? I think they're Must all be, British. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all British, yeah, which is great. That looks like a really good race, actually. Fiona was messaging me today at work saying she quite fancies doing it one year because uh, it, it looks like a cool ba- race. Bank holiday. I know, what a dream. You know, what, a, what a way to start your Monday off. Oh, Monday, yeah, Monday. 10k PB. So on the women's side, it was a win for Scotland. Steph Twell, uh, 31.55. In the, the first, it was second place, sorry, it was Jess Piasecki, Stockport, 32.33. And third was Verity Ockenden in 32.39. Is that not an unofficial PB for Steph as well, perhaps? I think it is, yes. Yeah, great to get for saying that. so well done. Absolutely, Amazing. that's really impressive. She's shaping up really well. Other Scots, I don't see any just going through the top of the results. 
No, I don't. Right, well, let's let's leave it there then. Do you know what? I, yeah. I, I Kyle's to... fed up of results, so we're going to uh, crack on. We've got an interview to put out. Exactly. I forgot to speak about the Isla Jura uh, fell race. Now, for all those Hillman fans out there, I can't not speak about it if I've already said it. So the first place was Tim Morgan, Edinburgh Uni, Hares and Hounds, 3.20. A good result for you there, Tim. Uh, second place was ultra runner uh, Kim Collison, Borodell and Felrunner, I suppose, uh, in 3.22. And third place was our man John Yells from Lochaber. So he's running really well at the moment. So good to see him in 3.26. And, uh, ooh, I tell you, this is a big result. M50, 10th place overall. Ian Holmes, so he's a, a hill running legend, Tom. So all this hill running you've been you, you're starting to do, you have to start to get to know all the legends of the sport. There's one there for you. And cool. Female wise, you know, Jill Stephen, HBT, first place, 406. Helen Fallas in second place, 407. Third place, we have Eleanor Johnson of uh, Pennine Fellrunners, 421. So there you go, and uh, Fantastic. we could talk about vets, but let's just crack on, Tom. One more thing, we're going to finish, I'm going to give one more result. Yesterday, because it's kind of also a, a running fan type thing, yesterday morning, BBC, it was Red Button and also online, the Westminster Mile. So I turned it on thinking, I'm going to watch an elite mile. There were 36 waves of mile races, <laughs> which at first I thought was too many. But actually, it was fantastic. There was an Olympian wave. There was a bunch of family waves. There was junior waves. There was like a London Boroughs wave. There was mascot waves. And it was brilliant. Really cool event. I, I mean, Del Rey ran that and ran again in the 10,000 today, apparently. Did he? How did yeah, Del so, get on? I don't know how he got on today, but his mile... I mean, he, to be fair to Del, he was, he was, he's not a miler. And he was, I think he was off the, the back of the elite group. But good on him for going out there. Yeah, so he yeah. ran today. There was... The reason I'm talking about it from a results perspective was Chris O'Hare, absolute class run to win it. I think 401. 401, yeah. 4-1, he, uh, a really nice run from him. And then Laura Muir, outrageously, she was beaten by Melissa Courtney. Oh. Which was, and uh, Sarah McDonald, so quite an upset there. Really, not a super fast time on the women's side. So was, I don't know if maybe Laura's just undercooked, but quite uh, good to see a bit of racing there. And I'm tell you what, that is looks a really cool mile, mile yeah. race. Well, you know, uh, going back to Laura's result, I think uh, we can't always be firing all cylinders. It just shows she's also human as well. Absolutely. You know, I think we we always take uh, top athletes for granted that they can just churn out top results all the time. But sometimes you just got to, you know, and, and everyone go, oh, Laura, or X, this person got beaten. And you, you think, well, actually, you, know, you can have up and down days. You know, it's, it's, is, it, is, it, is that her A race? Probably not. You know, let's be honest. The monument, you know, the not the monument mile, the Westminster mile. I think she'll be aiming for the, you know, the World Championships and uh, the Olympics coming up and all that. So um, yeah, I don't think we have to worry too much about a poor result. You know, she's no. certainly entitled to a, a blip here and there. And this good honour for good honour for lining up and sparring yeah, exactly. all those kids as well. Exactly. Now you, me- you mentioned. Maybe you know you mentioned something there that I'd forgotten that I didn't write down. I'm glad you did. It was also the Monument Mile on Friday night. We're the not getting off results mile, yet. Yeah. Well, so essentially, sees. So that was won by I believe defending his title Ali Hay in four sixteen. 
second place Jamie Crow, also Central AC for seventeen seven, and Gavin Smith, Cambus Lang, who's under twenty three, was third in four nineteen twenty nine. Now, if you give me a minute, I'll find the ladies' results. I'll uh, I'll just I, I'm I'm not actually looking at them. Sorry, Tom. I'm just letting you do all the work. I'll the just fill, is, I'll, I'll fill in right. the silence. Kudos to Central for organising this race, but the fact that the only results I can find are photos of a result sheet on Twitter. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is, this is why I'm struggling to find a, a set of women results. I, 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 I find I'm doing that. So, like, okay, it's, it sounds like we're not prepared for all these results, but believe me, we do our research before we, we go on show, and it, it can be quite challenging, you know, and so, sometimes you are, you're looking at, uh, you know, snapshots on Facebook or, or Twitter or... Uh, you know, or, or even just messages from other people who sent you a message saying this is the result. But I, I did look at the Monument Mile and, and look at the the pictures of Ali running. I thought, oh, Ali, looks like Ali Hayes winning it. So he must have won it. Do you know what? I'm not, I can't find it. So well well done, Central. It looks like a, another good night. Some good coverage on Twitter, which was cool. So we will we will endeavour to get the, the, 10, the, sorry, the mile female results next week once we've seen them. Right, well, let's let's um, bring it on to another fast uh, miler who has been in the past, Morag Miller, who's stepping up into the, the longer distances. So this is the second part of the interview. Um, it was thoroughly enjoyable listening to her in the last week. So, Tom, take it away. We know Lewis from... Well on the circuit, and uh, I've I ran I raced ran most of the Great Scottish with Lewis, so we, we know that he's a he's a half and a marathon man. Any chance of you stepping up to those sort of distances? Yeah, he says that he thinks I'm a marathon runner, and I'm just like no. Oh, and then I remind him about Alohas. <laughs> <And he's like, laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because well, well, th- you guys you share in water, Glasgow. Uh, That's right. Yeah, that is yeah. right. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, you mentioned that way back at the time, and I actually meant to ask him about that before I came on here, but I forgot. But yeah, actually, said you're all a good bunch of guys, like Sharon Wharton and helping me. Oh, it was so. it was a great group. It was a really good group, and it was all yeah. There was like eight or ten of us in there, so it was really good. Um, so yeah, does that that must have, these sort of uh, that's a great story. A half marathon, share water. What's what's not to love about it? <laughs> yeah, no, it was a bit. I was a warm day that actually. It yeah, it was actually yeah. It was uh, yeah. I, I think it was pretty good conditions. But I mean, there's yes, yeah. yeah, so you got great Scottish. Uh, Aloha, you could go and uh, slay some demons. And then there's Sterling now as well, because there's a Sterling marathon, but oh, they do a half right. marathon now. Sterling, exactly, Scottish champs. So these are these aren't um, these aren't floating your boat. These these events. Yeah. No, I'm still I still would like to get my five k, ten k sorted out. Okay. Yeah, but I'm, I'm definitely getting up to mileage now that I could. Like, mm-hmm. cause I, I basically, so I said like I strung I strung like five weeks. It was quite a big jump. It wasn't really the wisest, but I had to really um, like go up from. So it was like went from like six it was like from like 30 to like 40 to like 60 I mean I strung a few weeks of between 80 and 90 miles on the lead up to nationals and then took it back down um, for like my taper week yeah, which my legs are really happy about <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. so yeah no nothing nothing planned at the moment like half marathon I think I definitely need to get my 5k and 10k faster so. okay so what have you got this year then race wise anything lined up that we'll, we can expect to see you at um, I would probably I'll probably do the five k um you know at the start of May the national oh, the yeah. national cool um and then I see there's like a five k on the track at the end of July I might see if I get into that there's oh, a five hundred right, okay. meter track challenge all oh, right where's that yeah 
Uh, I'm not sure, but they, they like them. And then I started looking at the thing. They've got quite a lot of entries in already for a race that's like about another six months away still. Oh, cool. So, no, five months away. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. Let's have a look at that. I don't know, because I'm, sure I'm not sure about track yet, but I think I definitely want to get a 5k, 10k DB. So to be honest, we were so focused on nationals, and I've been pretty busy with work, and yeah, started like my own business as well. So I'm pretty busy trying to um, do quite a few things. So we've not sat down and got a wee race plan yet, but we'll definitely need to do that. Okay. You talk about 5K? We're doing the Alan Scales at the weekend. Are you? Month. Okay. Oh, very yeah. good. You talk about 5k though. There's one, the one that's on our radar is the Podium 5k. They're ah yeah. Very quick. What time you use that again? I think they're like they run four or five a year. I think there's one. Yeah. I think one in March and one in maybe May. They're like yeah. it's uh yeah they look very quick. Cause I've seen especially in both the men's and women's yeah, sides. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, maybe like that's one for you. Because basically at the moment I don't I don't have a we don't I don't have a coach. I'm kind of like just doing my own thing. But then I always like speak to Lewis and run things by him. So we're basically like a really good team. We just chat things through. Um. So yeah, I'll chat to him and see what see what we think. And in terms of this uh, this return and you're doing you know doing really well, do you are you feeling stronger now as you than you were? I mean, running time wise, you, you you're improving I guess compared to where you were a couple of years ago when you before your injury. Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, I feel I just feel like I'm in a really like good place at the moment. I think I'm not really doing anything like amazing like training wise I don't mean like my training sessions are good but I'm not doing like loads of hard sets like Ruth and I were talking about this yesterday I'm not doing loads of hard training sessions because you're like, you've got me in Strava you'll see like I'm not beasting in like mm-hmm. loads of key reps or loads of mile reps or it's not like something super serious like because when we turn up to central we don't know what the training sessions are going to be so often we turn up and then we just find out like just right like just a few minutes before you do your session <laughs> that's crazy um that's what I that's crazy. I, I would be. I, I'm. I'm. I'd be going my nut not knowing what session I'm doing that night. I know because sometimes like we turned up and it was the first track station back and it was like one, two, three, two, one, like hundreds with the same recovery jog. Oof. Like and I was just like oh, times three. I'm like oh, I don't need this. This is like speed. I don't mm. need like I'm wanting something because I hadn't. And I, I'd been off like because that was after the Greenwich ten k. So I just come back from like having my chest infection. So I was wanting to get stuck into something. Because I felt I really needed something uh, bulky because I'd missed training for the past like, couple of weeks. Because I, I was stupid after nationals. I took a couple of weeks uh, easy, which is good. But then I think I let my iron get low. But I didn't mm. realise for a couple of weeks. Uh, and I was feeling like, I wasn't feeling ill, but when I started running, I was feeling like achy muscles. And so I, I, didn't, I didn't twig because it was still hanging about for a couple of weeks. I didn't twig that was my iron. So then I, I, got into, I got into it for that, which is good. But I feel I'd missed training, so I was looking for something like a big meaty session or something. And then, but yeah, so that is that. Sometimes it's a bit, I don't know. You you would much rather know what the session was going to be. but yeah. It's just the way it is. Well, I guess it's well, whatever you're doing, it's working. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's great that your knee's holding up to that. The other part of training which I'm interested to hear about is, you know, we all struggle. Well, us, we all struggle. Everyone has different schedules and and training and work. I mean, talk, tell us a little bit what you do uh, when you're not running and, and how you manage that and your life around your, your training. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm a, a full-time dentist at the moment um, and I do find it pretty stressful. Um, dentistry is well known for being pretty stressful and uh, there's quite a high rate of suicide among dentists and that kind of thing. Oh dear. Um, so it's just like one time, like for like a health check thing, I went along and got my blood pressure done just not long after I finished work, and they told me my blood pressure was high and I need to go to my doctor. 
It was for, it's like for your income protection, I got income, and then, but then I went along, like, I've got a morning appointment before work, and my blood pressure's totally fine, obviously I know it's totally fine, but because that's flagged up, you have to go along, mm-hmm. so, I just know, like, you have to get away in my chest a lot of days at work, it's just like, and often after work, like, you know when you start running, and mm-hmm. you're so, like, you're so tired, that first mile off, and it's just a bit like, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, that's, that's basically, I, I didn't know that about, about dentistry when I started, um, but, and then a couple of actually younger athletes have contacted me because they're thinking about dentistry and asking about where to go because I went to Dundee. I absolutely love, love Dundee. But I do think it is hard um, mm-hmm. when you're trying to combine. Because I think, so although I'm 33, I've had a lot of in- I've had a lot of injuries. So I don't think, like my legs feel fresh. They don't feel like really old. I, I don't think they're as old as me because <laughs> they've not done loads of miles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, That's a great quote. Yeah. I don't think my legs are as old as me. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably older than my mental age. You know? <laughs> older than my mental age. Um, but yeah, I'm like I do. I, I genuinely do believe that though, because I didn't actually train really hard when I was a, a junior, and then I went to train with Liz, and we trained really like super hard. Mm-hmm. But I don't. With the injuries that I've had, I don't think. I, I genuinely don't. So I think the main barrier to me doing anything ever is going to be the workload for my work, because it makes me so tired. So like for instance, on Friday there for the 5K, I took the Friday off because if I tried to do it after work, I would not. I don't know how much it would have impacted me, but it definitely would have. And then I, 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 I had to. I did it again like Friday before nationals. I took that off because even working the day before, like sometimes on a Saturday morning or even Saturday afternoon, you're like, oh. and mm-hmm. you, you just feel better on a Sunday after having the day. Yeah. It does like this does take quite a lot. But I, at the same time though, I work a lot better with routine, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever not want to be in a routine. But because I don't think I, I admire the full time athletes who are dedicated they go to bed because I only go to bed at a certain time because I'm like well I know I have to get up at a certain time in the morning I don't know how they manage to stick to to schedule Um, and do you find it sounds like you're on your feet quite a lot of the day no I'm not no sitting down yeah so that's good another thing that helps me massively though is like like Lewis because obviously well you you know Lewis but he's he's basically although like work life can get really tough um, it's just great like coming home and having him there because he's really really good for me he's mm-hmm. like I'm a warrior and he just like it's like a common sense he calls himself the, the voice of logic and reason <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes like I'll come in and I'm like I'm so tired of it I can't go I was like and I feel guilty if I don't go out for a run or whatever and he was like look you're tired there's no point you're going to just it's going to defeat the purpose but That's... yeah it's much more than that though he is he's just He's really, like, really nice to me, and I think that's one of the reasons I'm running really well at the moment, it's just because I'm really happy, because I know, even if work's really tough, I know when I leave, I can go, I go home and lose it here, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's so important, isn't it, is having that sort of, I mean, running is such a, is a massive part, I mean, for someone who's an athlete like yourself, but having everything, having a bit of balance and happiness at home, that, that makes a huge difference, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, not, you can, you're worrying about as little as possible other things in life, then at least you can put a bit of focus on your running. Yeah, totally, yeah, because I'm not worried about it, like, yeah, I don't know about anything like at home at all. It's just so nice, just and it does help the fact that he's a runner. Undoubtedly, because on Friday it's, it's I, I don't know. It's, it sounds hard. It sounds unbelievable, but obviously I'm happy with the time. I feel like I go faster, but I'm happy with the time. And then Lewis is he's he's really happy, and I sometimes feel he's happier <laughs> than I am. It's, it's so it's so nice. It's so nice. It's, I don't think many people can actually say that about the partner. They're, they're, they, I think he is genuinely happier for me if I run fast than if he's done fast. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think, and I, and yeah, I know the feeling. I saw his Instagram actually. I, I liked that. I thought he said, he said, he said, really pleased with my time, really pleased with most time. I thought that was quite. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that says it all. 
So, uh, yeah, yeah, he's such a good guy. I'm really lucky. You're, uh, so, what an advert for him. What an advert for him. <laughs> so, anyway, we've, you've sp- so we've spoken about, uh, you mentioned Edinburgh there, and that's something, um, we're, I mean, this is all going to go completely out of sync for listeners, but we'll go for it anyway. So, congratulations on National 5K Champ. Last time we spoke to you, it was, uh, which is all stitched into this, you had that great run, the National Cross. So, you're now the National 5K Champ. How does that feel? And is that your first? That's not your first national senior title, is it? No, you won the I've national won a few. cross. I've you? won fifteen hundred on the track and five k on the track, but I've been away for a while. So, uh, but yeah, I've won the five k there before. I won a couple of years, you know, twenty fourteen when I started ah, before my okay. days, and then sixteen fourteen. Okay. Um, but yeah. Is that a P? So that's that, the first one. So what were you six? Fifteen fifty three on Friday. Uh, no, no, no. 15, 15 40, 49 was my trip time. Ooh, yes, very nice. Is that a PB? Yeah, that's PB, yeah. Oh, fantastic. So, so talk, my PB so, before that was the 16-14. Was it? Oh, okay, yeah. so on the same course. Yeah. So, and that's a course record, of course, at Silvernows. Yeah, but you know that thing where you time it on your watch and you and it's faster than the time that they give you? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. so, although I would, st- I would still be happy with the 15-53, but you get greedy, greedy don't you? So exactly. Like, I was like, I hope, they, I hope they change that. They better change that. That's four seconds there, you know. <laughs> so, talk, so, talk us through, well, let's go, like, the week, a week before you've run the Balmoral 5K and won that. So, how's that gone? I can't, what time did you run there? Mid-16s, was it? Uh, 16-19. 16-19, okay. So, yeah. from there to Silver Nows, how did you see that? Did you see that as a kind of nice tune-up, or were you ready for, yeah. or did you think, right, I can go, I can find 20, 30 seconds here? Um, I didn't. We were. I was trying to go for sub sixteen, but I didn't know. I knew, like, I know I'm really good, like, really good shape. But that's. It's, and I'm kind of in that limbo where I feel like I'm getting pale from training that I'm not actually doing at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But obviously, I'm looking back once. I've had like consistent training for well, all the interruptions of illness, but like injury wise, consistent training. Um, but by moral, I, I knew it wasn't going to be that fast because I basically had the dental course the day before. You're in a lecture theatre. There's all like kind of cramped up in it, and, it, mm. and then we travelled all the way up there. We didn't get up there until quite late. Um, I just I don't think I travel well like, in a car. I just get all I don't know. I just kind of get all locked up. I don't, my body doesn't feel good. Um, so before Balmoral, so when, after Balmoral, I was actually quite pleased. And then, but then I knew like I was basically going for Silver Nights. Like, I was like Silver Nights. I was like, oh, like I'm going to be a lot faster there. Um, so I knew that, but I didn't know I didn't know how much faster. But, yeah. And how did the race unfold? Uh, in Silver Nights. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, everybody, have you done Summer Nights before? I have, yeah, a few times. Yeah. Everybody goes like here and off. Yeah. Uh, and there was a wee girl in front of me, um, I think it's Eloise Walker. She's, oh, yeah. So basically, she, she was, I was like, I don't know what it's like, because everybody, and then I was looking at my watch, and I'm like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. So it was like, it, you know, you go up a wee bit too fast, so at that time when I looked at my watch, it was like 4.53 pace or something. And so that's fine, I'm not doing anything like way off here, it's, I'm not going super slowly. Um, so I just kind of like worked my way through. Um, I didn't feel like super super great at the start, but then I just kind of kept on the consistent pace. And then it was really windy, well, quite windy anyway. Um, but you just kind of like trying to find a good line and trying to dodge in and out of people because people did go off too fast. So you're trying to you're trying to find like the shortest racing line, but also not be like in a, on the well, the left hand side as you're going out, but that was fine. But on the right hand side of the way back, it was super windy. So mm-hmm. you're trying to find the fastest line, but also, and then, so basically I was ahead of, because Maddie came second, so I was ahead of our 
until about was it one and a half? No, one and a half, two k. And she came past me, and I was like, "That's fine." Cause just you can't you can't control what other people do. I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she pulled away a wee bit, and then I caught her up a wee bit, and then at four k, I passed her. Nice. And then I'm not sure if, if she struggled or if I got a bit faster, but Lewis said that my last k was or was it my it was the same pace as him. Because nice. he was apparently there's a, there's a turn on the way back, and I didn't notice this because I was totally like concentrating. And he thought he was running really well, and then he said he turned around and saw me there, and he's like, "Oh, you're not right." <laughs> <laughs> but thanks very much. But yeah, you know, it's good. So that's uh, yeah. I mean, that I mean, what a springboard then. So you must feel for the rest of the season and a time like that, you've got uh, you've got more to come. Oh, totally. Yeah, I totally feel there's more to come um, because uh, yeah, I don't know whether you can cut this out. I don't know the answer against this, but then basically on. Friday, so basically I, I, I said I prepared like really well, so I took my Friday off, um, so that I was all fresh. Um, but then on Friday, and I've mentioned this before I came on here, um, but um, basically my period started on Friday, um, and I know obviously it's lots of guys don't like you talking about this, but um, we'll allow when, it. Uh, we'll allow it. <laughs> um, so for the first day that you're all, you're on, you're basically. You just feel it's horrible. You feel like bloated. You, it's quite it's quite sore. Um, and for me, when I I, I take really strong pain, like well, let's say really strong, but it's like strong ibuprofen, so it's like naproxen or diclofenac, and they don't really touch it. So um, I went for a two mile jog earlier in the day. I wasn't even sure because my legs felt rubbish. I didn't even know if I was going to. But I was glad that I did. And then you get like pain relief for that time because they weren't working. So for the two miles that you're jogging, you get pain relief. It's really good. And then because I was off, I was like, right, I said, this is quite sore, I'm just going to go back to bed. <laughs> Went back to bed, had a wee sleep, got up, and then Lewis came back from work at that point. But we were actually working the warm-up, and I seen, it's like, make sure the quads feel really heavy. I feel like there's weight across your pelvis, and during the race, it was quite, it was quite sore, because I don't know if it just, it was normally running the easies it off, but it didn't, I don't know what, I don't know if you're racing, it makes a difference, if you're trying to go faster. Um, but I actually said to him before, I was like, whoever, I, I just basically, I thought my chance of, like, running fast, on Friday, were got my chances were gone um, because that had happened, and I was a bit, I wasn't like I was a bit least of the used to it right now, but I was like I can't believe this has happened today because it's happened to me before. It happened to me when I won the nationals in 2017 mm-hmm. across country. And that was quite interesting because there's the newspaper guys there after, and I mentioned it. I mentioned it then because I think girls should be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I said that it started, and then it's interesting because in the papers they put, oh, she didn't feel well. And I was like, well, no, that's not really what I said. Because I, yeah. I wasn't saying I felt ill. You know, so you don't feel great, but that wasn't what it was. I think feeling ill is different to um, your, your period starting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but basically, I, it puts a weight. Like it's, in the warm-up, I struggled to lift up. I felt I couldn't lift my legs up properly. That's just what it feels like. It's hard to describe, obviously, to someone who doesn't know. And mm. they also affect everybody differently. Yeah. But I just proceeded to lose because, see, the day after, I run, like, really well. Like, so the second day or the third day, you find that you're running so much better. So it's like a total timing thing, and you can control it for some girls. I've had to take the pill, and it's given me headache, and that's one of the contraindications. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I, I've, I don't take anything to control it. And it is a bit of an issue, because it's just potluck uh, when it's going to... But I thought it should have been before then, but it was just a bit late, and I was just kind of like cursing it a wee bit. But I'm really happy with how, how I ran. I said this before, I was like, oh, I could run. Whatever I run tonight, I'll run. I can run like 20 seconds. Well, I think I said a bit more than that, but I, I don't think I can. <laughs> But more fast than whatever I do tonight because yeah. it does affect you. And so I'm I'm really happy with how it went because I thought that was my ch- my chance of any fast time gone. And yeah. it's, it's like although you can be confident in yourself, 
when you do a race, like it does, it kind of like reaffirms your confidence. So if I'd had a bad run, I would have been pretty gutted because you can. It's nice to have a time that makes you feel like you're as fit as what you think you are. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you know. I think you're absolutely right to right to talk about it because it's. I mean, obviously, I can't uh, <laughs> relate to it at all. But what's it must be. I mean, the mental side of it as well. I mean, you've got you know that as you said, it's another worry. And you know, I've often thought for you know, you take when people are going for a target race, you don't choose the date. And if it's if it's uh, it the frustration there that all you know all, all this training comes together on 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 one day, and it you know the the rest of it all goes to pot purely because of timing. That I mean, that's so frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's one of the things like you can't if you if you can't get anything to control it, you kind of are are stuck because you've put everything in place mm-hmm. to try and be because that's part of it, isn't it? It's like the preparation. Absolutely. Um, it's a lot it's a lot of and the planning and stuff and then you get something that you can't plan for. Um I but no, it's, it worked out well, it was fine. Um so at the end of the day, you know you don't know how much it actually does affect you. Mm-hmm. Um but the, when in the warm up and then when you're starting off you do feel Yeah. Well, who knows? I just have to see how the rest of the season goes. Hopefully Hopefully it means there is more there. So. Well, I think what's interesting as well is you get, you know, you know, we're all runners and we're all, everyone has this sort of very, I think people, and I certainly am like this, you know, you're very conscientious of your, of your times when you do perform poorly. It's that, oh, it's a reflect, you worry that it's a reflection on you. And actually, I do, I do wonder now when you see um, girls who have, uh, who, have a, who have bad runs on paper that actually there's probably, yeah. it, you know, something that people need to have in mind that there may be more to it than you know, just a, a bad run. Um, yeah. I think yeah. you're right. It should be taught. It should absolutely be something that's, that's talked and shared about more. So, um, yeah. So th- thanks for bringing that to, t- to TRS. We're breaking, oh, you're breaking barriers here. <laughs> so, um, fantastic. So in terms, so that's the, just to wrap up then. So from the 5k, what's, what's next for the rest of the season? Um, I'm not quite sure. I think I'll be doing the Monument Mile. I think you're talking to my ah, guys. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Awesome. So I think I'll be doing that. Um, although that'll be a bit of a shock because I don't think I'm super fast. I feel really strong because that's the thing. I don't have the speed. Like, cause I used to be pretty fast uh, over 800, but I don't have the speed anymore. So I'd have to, just have to see. So I've also entered the Vitality 10K down in London. Ah, cool. Um, Very good. So that's on the May, the Monday, the another May bank holiday, I think. So Monday, the 27th of May. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that because I feel like I'm yeah in a place where I'm getting stronger. And I think my 10K, although I got a big PB a, a few weeks ago with 10K, I feel like there's quite a bit more to come in that as well. Cool. And I guess then well, hopefully we'll catch up with you later on in the year when we've got other things, National Ten at Sterling. Now we've confirmed they've confirmed that. I assume we'll see you there. I'm happy. Like, yeah. Uh, in September. Yeah. Well, I, I've heard in the yeah. grapevine actually. Maybe I'm maybe I'm reading, uh, I'm speaking out of turn, but yeah, I'm sure I have read it was uh, it was confirmed to be back at Sterling. So. Yeah, yeah, well, that'd be good. Yeah, be sometimes good. they do struggle. I don't want the entries have opened yet. Sometimes they struggle because they talk about it because that, that's run by Central, so um, they talk about the entries should be open maybe a bit sooner, which I think would be a good idea because people do want to plan ahead. Um, and often, if you know if races open in January, then people are planning ahead. They've got the New Year's resolutions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then they start entering races, don't they? They enter every race. <laughs> so, so that'll be that'll be good. And we and uh, any 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 chance of a, a half? We know last time you said no, but we've seen you. We saw your Aloha. You you were pulling the wool over eyes. <laughs> well, actually, that was quite late. I was I emailed Murdo that over the week of the race because was like, oh, just do your like long Sunday run. Um, so I ended up, and basically, uh, see what I mean? Like, this was really nice there, because he, basically, he could just run it out himself, but he's like, oh, I don't really fancy it. Like, sometimes I feel like, I feel bad sometimes, because he does, he helps me out loads, and sometimes I feel like he uses me as an excuse, because, like, if we were out running with the guy sometimes on a Sunday run, and they were running away, 
which doesn't happen as much anymore. But it does when Butchie's back. Because it's Hi. like... I'm sure. um, but uh, yeah, um, some of these little like hang back with me. Him and Dale, they're my guys. They come back and say, "Are you alright?" I'm <laughs> <kind of> like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, but they're with me in uh, Alla. Um, so that was really good because there's like a hill near the end. It was really, it was, and I was really lucky because the weather was good because that can be really windy on the hill. It can so be. You've yeah. done that before, haven't you? I have. Yeah. So was it calm? Yeah. Oh, it's really calm. I think I actually had a tailwind, but you know you don't feel it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it doesn't count, does it, the tailwind? <laughs> it doesn't count. There's no wind. Yeah. Cool. Before yeah. we let you go then, um, I was going to ask you to tell us something interesting about yourself that we wouldn't know, but you've kind of already been there with the, the played for Scotland at football. Is there anything else that would interest the listeners? <laughs> um, well, I showed you the questions. I showed them to, like, to Lewis, and then he was like, well, you could tell them. But I first thought you were a boy when you turned out to training and I was like, because <laughs> uh, basically when I first turned out to training, I was like, uh, I was turning from my football kit and stuff. Um, so I was still, and I had short hair at that time. Right. Um, and I, he, he said, I don't remember, I don't remember looking that, that time, but he said, he says that you thought, like we were doing hills apparently, because we did this hill station beside the track sometimes. And he said, you remember, you remember thinking, oh, who's this fast new guy? And he thinks it's really funny, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and he still, and he still married you. That's uh, there I you know. go. I know. That's what I said to him. I said that says more about you than it says about me. Nice. That's uh, that that's great. Right. So, lastly, before we do let you go, in, so some fartlet questions, if you're ready. Yeah. Cross country, road, or track? Uh, at the moment, cross country. Pre-race meal. Um. Ooh. It's not really a meal, but digestive biscuits. Oh, interesting. Favourite movie? Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Favourite race? Uh, I've got to do the Nationals after my race, then I race there the past year. It's National Cross Country. Nice, I like it. Rest day or recovery run? Uh, rest day. Morning shuffle or evening saunter? Evening saunter. Running hero? Um, Lisa Dorisky. Favourite distance? Um, Post race treat. A chippy. Nice. Favorite shoe. Uh the New Balance Penny piece of fresh foams. Oh okay, I've not had that one before. Worst race experience. Worst race experience. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. This one. Uh, I did our mile last uh, twenty seventeen, and I had. Issue, stomach issues, so that was a pretty bad race, that one. Oh dear. Favourite place to run? Um, Glen Eagles. Okay. And lastly... Uh, that's, it's near home, it's just a really nice rate that I run. Okay, cool. Or Abbey Moor, have you been up to Abbey Moor? Oh, Abbey Moor was great to run. Yeah. We were up there last year, it was fantastic. Um, and lastly, so you've got one, you can run one more race in your career, you can, maybe one you've already done, or one you'd like to do, what would it be? Ooh... That's a difficult one. Uh, Aloha. Aye, that'll be it, yeah. <laughs> Put me down for that. Oh, they were talking about doing it in reverse, maybe. Reverse? But you know how it's really hilly on the hill streets, yeah. They were talking about doing that. That would be a better route. I'd be up for that. But you know what, though? I like the, uh, I like the finish. That last like kilometre is really quick. Yeah, Come I like down. the finish when it's finished. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Yeah, that is a good bit of that. Um, I think Silver Knives, I love the 5k there, but it's often really windy. If it wasn't windy, then it's an amazing race there. Yeah, that Do you is. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's very quick. That's the yeah. one in May you're talking about, the Scottish Champs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah
yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Grand. Well, Morag, thanks very much for coming on. That's uh, it's brilliant. Really interesting. I'm sure the listeners will be delighted to hear from you, and we'll hopefully get you back on maybe later in the year hear about these 5K, 10K PBs that you're going to set. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Good stuff. All right, well, we'll see you around, and uh, yeah, say hey to Lewis, and yeah, all the best for the Will rest do. of the, the season and the thanks, recovery. Thanks, Like, cheers. Yeah. See you, Tom. Bye. 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 Okay, so another top interview with Morag there. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show, Morag, and uh, yeah, good luck. Keep the, the good form um Keep the good form up and hopefully see you in in real in real time next in time real... we, we meet perhaps. What's quite cool is we've had so you can we've I think you can count on one hand how many interviewees that we've had actually had emails back people saying that was I really enjoyed that so uh, well done Morag we've had some good feedback people actually getting in touch just to say they enjoyed listening to you so yeah. kudos on that yeah. Uh, definitely so talking about interviews and things if anyone does have anyone that they would like us to get on the show please let us know and uh, just let us know via uh, our mess you know our email account or facebook so it'll be really good to to hear who you want on and hopefully we can get them on the show and even if Mm. you've got a contact that uh, we could perhaps use that would be fantastic great Um, we actually got a good email from uh shout out to alex jackson we're big fans of Alex. Alex obviously was an interviewee early on. Alex has sent us a list of, of suggested interviewees, so we're working at getting that set up soon. So please get in touch. We're, we'd love to hear. I'll tell you who, who we've also had shout-outs for, and we need to make this happen. It's Steph Twell. That would be really interesting. Was Kenny Wilson not running with her at that uh, race, the Leeds Abbey Dash? Kenny should have put in a well, little I think Well, Fiona ran with her at... Um, at Cardiff. So well, Fiona's, Fiona and Kenny, then. I'll need to harvest her mobile Did. number of Fiona. Need to get them to put in a little word because we're not we're not quick enough to <laughs> to to, to be brushing shoulders with the likes of Steph Twelly. Um, Indeed, but we've got we have got we've got a bit of a backlog. We've got a few people lined up who are we're keen. We need to just make happen. Yeah, so we do. Stay tuned. That's tr- that's right. So yeah. Anyway, so let's um we're we're, we're kind of starting to get closer to the uh, to the end, and we, we've we've failed in our target of the hour. But what we will do is we've got an exciting end to the competition, uh, to the to the podcast. We've got, as we mentioned last week, so we've got two spaces for the West Hill 10K that we would love you guys to be uh, take, getting involved in. So the West Hill 10K is when oh, if follow the Facebook page and you'll get all the details on there. Um, and you can Google West Hill 10K and you'll get to see the, the, the dates and information about the event. Um, so all you have to do is you have to like Tartan Running Shorts and simply share the West Hill 10K post. And we will draw your name out of a hat in the next couple of weeks. And uh, and that's it. So the West Hill 10K, so get, get yourself involved. It's on the Sunday, the 23rd of June, so it's coming up pretty quickly. And uh, yeah, all the... All the, it's all run by volunteers and uh, it's all fed into the local community. So get yourself involved. There's a children's race as well and it's totally free of charge. So and, uh, and this yeah. en- this entry, as Kyle says, this is not just you know you know this is not just any entry. You're getting a special entry. You're going to get the chance. You know we're going we can set up. You can have a cheeky little share. Russell get Cameron Strachan to sign your your Russell's wrappers. He'll oh. be. 
You'll share a burger with you if you want. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. These are the type of strings that we can pull here. Exactly. It's not even a microwavable one. It's from the, 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 the burger van. So, so there you go. It's been grilled, freshly grilled as well. And not only do you get an entry into the West Hill 10K, you get exclusive um, uh, start line access to the front of the, the pen as well. So there you go. Yeah, so, get fantastic. Your chip time will be your gun time. That's what, <laughs> that's what it's all about with the TRS West Hill VIP entry. There you go. And you can hopefully see Cam and Russell Strachan uh, breaking, breaking my course record in the, I if think he's, no if he's taking that. part in that, no doubt. But uh, it only, yeah, I'm sure the conditions won't be brutal. But the, the entries do close <laughs> quite soon. So if you don't want to get involved in the competition, or you you perhaps uh, you don't don't get, you know, you don't you don't win it. There is limited entries that might be taken on the day, um, but the actual online event entry closes on the 17th of June or when the 10K event limit has been reached. So get yourself involved, folks. Right. Just one, you mentioned something there, which makes me remind me of something. So I saw a lot of chat on, this is in lieu of a running rant. We need more rants, folks, so get in touch. But without one, I saw a lot of people saying that EMF was brutal on the weekend in terms of conditions. How bad was it? I'm not. I'm, I'm no doubt it was a challenging conditions, but this br- use of brutal is is getting out of hand. What I will say is my, the the guy uh, who will re- remain nameless unless he he, he would like to be uh, put on his put on the spot about his uh, his four percenters and his sh- his uh, his heavy phone he's got. He 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 ran a two fifty six. Now his PB before and his PB was in November. Um, Look him running. up, folks. Look him up. The results. That's how I find out his name. <laughs> I didn't think of that actually. But anyway, he's so he, he did say the conditions weren't that weren't that great the second half. But he, he just cracked on and he was like, he knows he was in good shape. He knows he was. In, we we both knew he was ready to run a sub three. Um, but sometimes if the conditions are that bad, you can play to the to the strengths of the brutal conditions. You know, if it's. Uh, if you know it's going to be a, a a fairly tough headwind in the way out, sorry, in the way back. So I think that's what it was. It was downhill tailwind, and then on the way back, it was a good bit of wind. Make sure that you've got enough in the tank to push on through and to get through that, you know. And you can still be on track for a decent time. Maybe not all the time, but you know, play to the play to the your strengths and play to your what the conditions uh, hold in front of you, and you should be absolutely fine. Anyway, that's my rant for the day. So yeah, I don't know how brutal it was, but uh, I know it was it was cold and it was raining and I mean, it was. The problem is, I'm becoming I'm becoming desensitized to the word brutal. I watch the news and they talk about some brutal murder, and all I can do is like roll my eyes, thinking it's probably not that bad because it's just brutal is far too overused in this current running world. Is, is murder not brutal anyway? You know, if you well, yeah, you know, is it, oh, chopping people up in bits, it's you still dying you're dead that's, that's, so. that's just... <laughs> you, know, you get if, yeah. you, if you die without somebody stabbing a pen through your heart versus being chopped up into bits it's still brutal because the intention was to kill you that's brutal I, that is well anyway, that actually so before well just to close out on that then the definition of brutal is savagely violent unpleasant or harsh or direct and without attempting to disguise unpleasantness. Well, so I guess, unpleasant let's take the first one, savagely violent, <laughs> the example being a brutal murder. Yeah, okay. So the synonyms are savage, cruel, bloodthirsty, vicious, ferocious, barbaric, barbarous, 
wicked, murderous, cold-blooded, hard-hearted, harsh. We should, you know, I like that when someone describes a race as savage. <laughs> That's a savage race, that was. Yeah, Jeez. that was a savage wind. Oh, that wind, that five mile an hour savage headwind. Ooh, yeah. Some anyway. of those, I think we should, we should, if people are insisting on using brutal, I'd like to see more use of vicious, ferocious, barbaric, or, um, of course, savage. Savage is a, savage is, we need to get savage out there. That's what I want to see. What I will say is, if you're gonna say it's a brutal savage, or whatever, justify why and let's no double you, yeah, exactly. Then, uh, we might we might believe you. Show us evidence. Brutal. Yep. Right. Well, that's us done. I think I think we're ready. If you do want to um, check what races are coming up this weekend, I think there's quite a few things coming up, isn't there, Tom? Uh, we have. What do we have? I'm not aware of, I'm not we aware have any this weekend. There must be a few coming up. You can't have no races in a weekend, especially when we've been chatting well, about races the whole episode. Well, so shout out for so our club race is coming up uh, a week on Friday, the Metro Aberdeen Beach 10K. So if North East Runners fancy a Friday night 10K, that's one to sign up. It's not sold out yet, so there's still an opportunity to get a uh, to get rate to get entry. Sorry. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so some of the races that are coming up, we do the Labyrinth Challenge in Ayrshire. Ah, it looks, I think that's an obstacle course race. Let's bypass that one. The Muddy Colour Mayhem. Let's bypass that one. Uh, you're right. There's not that many races. There's not much. Rebecca Half Marathon. Um, not sure if there's any. Again, I'm just rattling off some races that I don't actually know if there's entries to. Killern 10k trail race. Trottenish. Oh, that's something. That's a good race to do in Isle of Skye. Ridge. Yep. Nice. If you can do that one, get that one on your, your uh, bucket list. The Gargonic Hill Race near Stirling. I think that's probably an entry on the day, Joe. Oh, here's one for Fat Simpson. Sunday, the 2nd of June. Pizza Run, Glasgow. Oh, TBC, though. We don't know where it is. I think you have to find, smell the smell <laughs> the location of the race. Runners, the smell of the, the runners and the, the pizza the, the pizza eaters. Uh, so, yeah, somewhere in Glasgow. Click on it and you might find more information. And, uh what else do we have? The Chariots of Fire Beach Race. Is this not the start of the Tour de Fife? No, that is, that is. I think that's an independent one. My dad did that a few years ago, and I think it's pretty cool. They can hand out white T-shirts, as in the classic opening scene from Chariots of Fire when they're running down West Sands. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, really cool. Okay, well, uh, yeah, off the beaten track, we also have the Yethom Hill Race, uh, the Saw Hill Race. Ayrshire have got a lot of races coming up. And uh, next Tuesday is the the maybe a showdown with Tommy and Kyle the Crunch Series uh, South Kirkhill. So maybe maybe we can have a little battle there if you fancy it. If I'm I don't know if I'm Ooh, actually free, possibly. Anyway. I'm not sure. I'm running. Uh, possibly. I'm gonna do. I'm going to do the Hill of Fair race. If you fancy it. When's that? Michael Tap. It's like uh, two weeks time. Michael. We can talk about that next week. All right. Okay. Okay, so that that's us. That's us. Uh, I think that's us. Kind of, we could chat chat for hours, to be honest, folks. But we don't want to. We don't want to ruin your your mileage. You know, I don't want to get be responsible for any injuries that you may occur while you listen to our, our podcast. So as always, folks, you can uh, get us on our email tartanrunningshorts at gmail dot com. We have a a really well up to date website called tartanrunningshorts dot com. And also you can get us on Facebook at Tartan Running Shorts and our Twitter handle is uh, at Tartan Shorts. So other than that, is there anything else you want to say, Tom? 
Have a good week, listeners. We'll speak to you next week.